Dripping so much when I walk through the scene that they gon' eat it up like an edible. Yeah, stack on the records, they federal. Pot of sweater when I walk in, I set it off. Drill, pull up and fuck up your scene. Water, water on me, Aquaman rings. Bit Draco, Winnie Houston. Hundred round drummers gon' sing. Nigga wanna be like me. Yeah, kiss all like Bruce Lee. Yeah, Christian Dior. Yeah, knock knock, got peas at the door. Yeah, thirty point gon' score. Yeah, I'm a hammer like Thor. Sippin' some oil, skr, skr. yeah, water gon' boil yeah. Big Coop, Megazord, yeah. yeah. playing Paddock is aluminum foil yeah. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast, it's your co-host James With Jake Hello James Happy Friday Yes, happy Friday Yeah, episode 53, wow We're getting there Yeah, we're sounding it Yeah, exactly, so why don't you start us off with our first segment A sports segment today, which is talking about the Sharks Go ahead. So let's do that. All right. So last time we talked, the Sharks were playing the Avalanche. Uh, the series was tied one to one. I believe we recorded Monday nights or mon- no Tuesday. I'm not. I don't remember actually. But uh, either that night or the next night, the Sharks played Game Three in Colorado. Uh, you know, big game. Winner goes up in the series two one. Uh, Sharks start out. You know, game. The game starts out. You know. Like any hockey game, will do, any hockey game basically does. Uh, you try to see what the other teams doing a little bit. You know, you kind of you know slow it down a little bit, not rush too much. Then when the period progresses, you kind of go into your game basically. Um, so the Sharks did that. Sharks in the first period score two goals and lead two nothing after the first period. There goals by Logan Couture on a backhand uh, goal that was uh, like a rebound off a save, pretty nice save on the backhand, got it over the guys over the goalies Grubauer's left glove, I believe it was, as they made it one nothing. Then with about a couple minutes left to go in the period, Timo Meyer made it Timo time and scored his first goal of the game. His, I believe one of his first goals of the series. He may have, he may have a couple goals there, but he scored his goal there on a great shot that hit the top of the post and went in. So beat the goalie, hit the top of the post, and just bounced like right into the net. Pretty good shot. Uh, so Sharks led 2 nothing. Go to the second period. Avalanche score a goal. Um, I believe it was... Um, Nathan McKinnon had a goal on the, uh, I believe I believe it was a power play or close to the end of the power play. Came into the zone, did a wrist shot, and just was one of the, it was just a perfect shot. Just an incredible shot. Uh, beat Jones over his uh, blocker right into the net. Top net, top left corner. Hit the post as well, went in. Uh, as you see from the game, there's been a, there was a lot of posts. Both teams hit the post four times um, during the game. So that's eight posts. Could be eight extra goals. Uh, but, the, but right now it's 2-1. Uh, after the um, McKinnon goal, who's pretty good. Uh, then the Avalanche go into the third period, tied two to one. I mean, down two to one. Avalanche score the second goal of the second goal of the game to make it two two. Um, I believe it was Tyson Jost who scored. Uh, I don't remember, but I believe it was one of those. Um, it was on the power play. There was a so they won the face off, get it back out. Um, Sharks won the face off. They try to clear. Carlson turns it over, can't get it out of the zone. Carlisle has it up top. They pass it to the right-hand side, no, to the left side of the uh, Colorado ice. They uh, shoot. It gets deflected. Jones saves it, but it goes off Jones and trickles into the back of the net, making it 2-2. Um, that's about with like seven minutes to go in the game. Then, the momentum's all on Aval- the Colorado side. Logan Couture, 65 seconds later, makes it 3-2 San Jose, his second goal of the game, eighth goal of the uh, playoffs. Uh, he had a nice little shot where he got. There's a turnover in the Colorado zone. They tried to get it, but they couldn't clear it. Uh, so Couture was down on a lane. Basically, he had two on two, abbreviated two on two. Um, 
Couture fakes one way, like he's fakes like he's gonna pass, uh, fakes another way. So then the goalie like drops down a little bit, leaving an open shot to the top left corner. He shoots it, hits the post again, goes in though to make it three to two. So the Sharks lead three to two. Uh, later on in the third period, the Avalanche had a power play of about two minutes left, tried to tie the game. They couldn't score on the power play. Then about a minute left in the game, they're trying to go down the ice to score. They have an empty net. Uh, they try to pass it down. It gets blocked in center ice. Kasher has it, wheels around, shoots, and scores into the empty net. His hat trick, a third goal of the game, ninth goal of the postseason. Uh, so the Sharks lead 4-2, to two, and that's how that game ended. So the Sharks take... Game three, four to two, off Martin Jones, twenty-seven saves, twenty-seven for twenty-nine, uh, which is I believe like ninety-three percent, which is really good. Um, so they lead the series two-one. Game four was last night at uh, seven o'clock. Uh, Avalanche Sharks first period, no goals to be no goals to be scored. We go to the second period, uh, the Avalanche score. Um, I believe it was a. It was McKinnon. There was a shot that it was a power play. Uh, Colorado shot it. Jones saved it. Went to McKinnon. He batted it out of the air for the goal, making it one nothing. Then in the second period as well, they make it two nothing. Uh, on a um, Sharks had a uh, five on five. Uh, it was a power play. Carlson gets tripped. No call. Should be five on three. They get it. Breakaway. Matt Nieto from Long Beach tries to score. Gets fouled. Penalty ends the power play. Then they score to make it 2-0 on the power play. Then the Sharks have some momentum. Sharks play well in the third period, try to score, try to tie the game up, have a couple power plays, get nothing to be done out of it. Then the Avalanche score an empty net goal to make it 3-0, and that's game four. Series is tied 2-2. Game five is tomorrow at 7 o'clock at the Shark Tank, uh, SAP Center for those who don't know, in San Jose. Uh, Big game tomorrow. Um, Jones, again, in this game was tremendous, had 27 saves again out of 29 shots. Uh, he's been great this last seven games. You look at the stats, he's like averaging like two goals a game, two goals allowed a game, and like a 934 save percentage, which is elite. That's all we need him to do. No more than three. Yeah, which is elite. Um, that's what you need. Um, as you said earlier in the past episodes, like the record when they give up two, three or fewer goals, like two or fewer goals, they're unbeatable. When they give up three goals, they lose more often than not. So, as James said, the goal is to get under. Make him just have two goals, and the Shark offense is pretty usually usually pretty good for the scoring some goals there. But yesterday, Grubauer for Colorado was really good. Had thirty one, yeah. thirty two stops on thirty two shots. Had his first career shutout since his uh, first career playoff shutout since he was in the junior hockey league about ten years ago. So that's what happened there. So yeah, game five tomorrow, big game. Um, gonna switch the mojo up a little bit. Uh, hopefully Pavelski's back. Not sure. Hopefully Donskoy's back so and get Haley out of the lineup. Get a couple more. You know. Get Don Skoy in so you have more playmaking ability, a little more speed to match with McKinnon and Landeskog and um, Miko Ratanen, uh, who who's who's been playing really well as well. Who's been playing really well as well. Uh, so yeah, big game, good series so far. What do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, I wasn't happy about yesterday's game, but I mean that's how it's gonna go in uh, Denver. I think you might have said if already we stole game three already in Colorado, which is fine. Uh, series tied two and two. Um, hopefully, it doesn't go uh, seven games, but I'd love for it just to go six. Um, obviously, have to win again in Colorado in game in game six, but we'll see how it goes. Um, yet again, yeah. I mean, hopefully, Pavelski comes back sooner rather than later. Would love to have him back on the ice, but yeah, shout out to Logan Couture with the hat trick uh, game three. That was awesome. Yes. Um, 
Is there anything else from those games? Uh, one of the main takeaways from the game is that Nathan McKinnon's pretty damn good. Uh, he's really yes. good. Like he's fast. Like he's special. Um, like he's like he's like he's like Tyreek Hill fast on the ice. That's how fast he is. He just gets one two steps. He's in full blown one hundred percent speed, and he's basically he's he's just impossible to stop when he's on. Uh, he wasn't number one over a pick in his draft a couple years ago. Uh, he's just a star. Um, Avalanche have a really bright future. They have three of their top players like under twenty five. They have the fourth pick in the draft next year from Ottawa, who kind of screwed up. We talked about early, we talked about that earlier. I mean, not earlier, but before. In the season, yeah, in the season, yeah, the um, season. So they, about yeah, that. they have a fourth pick there, then they have another first round pick. They should get a top talent in the fourth pick, maybe another top talent, top seventeen, someone like drops like that. Um, so they have a bright, really bright future, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Western Conference for years and years to come. Sadly, but hopefully, uh, the Sharks pull it out. And we don't have to worry about the Avalanche for next year. But yeah, yes. but I, I do have a question for you. And don't interrupt me, but um Ah, uh, James, NFL News, it never ever stops. Don't worry, we'll get to your question in a minute. According to Adam Schefter. Defensive end Ezekiel Anza, formerly of the Detroit Lions, is visiting the Seahawks. Adam Schefter also says in his report that if he gets signed, it won't be until May 7th, which is kind of weird. I'm not sure why, but that's what's happening there. Also, James, the Carolina Panthers, according to ProFootballRumors.com, have signed undrafted free agent wide receiver Damian Jean-Pierre Jr., and finally, James, shrimp in the UK have been tested positive for cocaine. And that's your NFL news. How about that? Shrimp and cocaine. Hmm. Haven't heard of that of that combo before, but interesting. Yeah, that's 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 kind of yikes. Um, I mean, if you love shrimp, you can you can get pretty high in the UK if you wanted to. If you like shrimp and cocaine, here's your uh, restaurant to go to or your place to go to now. There it is, yeah. Uh, yet again, Structures Avalanche, uh, Saturday at 7, Game 5. Uh, excited to watch it. Don't forget. But yeah, let's move on to some of the other uh, playoff games, talking about the Hurricanes and the Islanders, in which Jake and I both predicted the Islanders uh, to win in 6. Cool. But the Canes are up uh, 3-0. So, yeah, GG to our predictions. Just a little off. Yeah, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. bit. Yep. Yeah, but then moving on to the Blue Jackets versus the Bruins, uh, the Jackets are up. Oh, the series is tied now, two and two. Um, Jake's prediction is good still. Yep. Boston in six, where I, on the other hand, had Boston for Whoa. Uh And then lastly, the Stars versus the Blues, um, series is tied two-two. Uh, correct. Yes, that's correct. And yeah, Jake still has the the Blues in six, and I have them in five. But yeah, um, so those are the other games that are happening in the NHL. Um, I was watching the Bruins game, was that yesterday? Yeah, that was yeah, before it was, the Sharks it was, game. It was before the Sharks game. Yeah, um, all the other games are pretty well, except for obviously the, the Hurricanes and Islands. I'm not watching a, a series that's already 3-0, or they were already up 2-0. Yeah, it's, it's weird. already done, you know? It's weird, because the Hurricanes like aren't this great team. <laughs> 
But all you need is a hot goalie, some hot momentum in the playoffs. And as you see now, since NHL is so unpredictable, um, they're up 3-0, one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. They have won one Stanley Cup in 2006, I believe. Uh, Cam Ward was their goalie. I'm not sure who their goalie is now. I don't think it's Cam Ward. Uh, but the Hurricanes, to me, have been the biggest surprise of these playoffs. Um, well, maybe the Blue Jackets as well, but the Hurricanes have been really good too. They defeated the Capitals in the first round, who are the champions last year, and they're and they're really just beating up this a really good Islanders team who have Matthew Barzal, who's really good. Uh, they have right. the uh, coach who they have um, Barry Trotz, who was the coach of the Capitals last year. Uh, they have a lot of players. They lost John Tavares in free agency, as we talked about during the year. Uh, he's with the Maple Leafs. They're out, but the Islanders have a future. They have a really bright future. It's just it may not be enough for this year because the Hurricanes are, you know, looking like a team of destiny, it looks like. Right. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, definitely. So now we're going to take a little short break, so. Yeah. Break. Yeah. yeah, and we're back. So starting off with some Warriors talk, um, game two was Wednesday? No, it was. Um, Tuesday? Tuesday, yes. It was before. It was during the Sharks game, so I was flipping back and yes, forth. Yes, yeah. Tuesday. It was um, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, I was watching both at the same time. Gave me a headache. Yeah, I wish I had a TV that could like half the screen. Split screen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, split or, like, screen. Multiple TVs. Yeah, I was yeah. watching one on my phone. I was watching the Sharks game on my phone, and the Warriors game on the regular TV while my dad was watching that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, game two, the Warriors uh, <laughs> keep the Rockets from stealing uh, home game advantage, going up 2-0, uh, winning one fifteen to one oh nine. Uh, pretty solid game around. Um, Katie had a pretty good game, 29 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, 2 blocks, and 1 steal. Uh, Clay, uh, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 3 steals. His defense is just getting better and better every single game, every single series. It's crazy. Uh, Draymond Green having another great game, nice double-double, uh, 15 and 12, with 7 assists to go with that, plus 2 steals. Um, Steph having 20, 20 points, 3 rebounds, and 5 assists. Adding one block and two steals. Jeez. Hmm. Yeah. He he played. Uh, the, Steph played in like that was the best defense I've ever seen him play. Like he was all he was everywhere. Um, yeah, he was, he was incredible. Before. Yeah, I mean, when you have other scores around you, like obviously like KD and Clay and people coming off the bench, you can score instead of Steph, and he's playing great defense. That's completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, bad things when that happens. That's for sure. Um, still scored 20 points, great, but his two steals, especially at the, I think it was like in the third quarter, he had a great steal. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he's playing great. Yeah. Even, uh, then, yeah. Even after his, uh, dislocation of his middle finger, I believe it was, uh, his yeah, shooting you know, wasn't, his le- on, yeah. non-shooting hand on his left hand. Yeah. His shooting wasn't great because I think that has some, something to do with, deal with it. Um, yeah. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. yeah like, your guide hand for sure has a lot to deal with what, how you shoot the ball. Um, but yeah, obviously he still came back in. Which was great. I thought he was. I was kind of shook. I mean, obviously it dislocated. They obviously popped it back in. Yeah, it looked gross too. Yeah, he was definitely in pain. It was like I think he was going up for a rebound when Clint Capella was going also going for a rebound. His finger just caught Capella's forearm. Stretch, stretch back. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um. I think he went back on offense. They called a timeout or something like that. TV timeout. Went to the bench. Face was grueling in pain. Went straight to the. Um, yeah. training room, but yeah, they fixed it, they put some, uh, some tape, you know how Kobe wears that, uh, yeah, like, it might have been like either tape, tape or a, a foam just to have the fingers sturdy, um, but yeah, they, had, they put that on him, he should be fine, um, 
obviously a lot more shooting to get used to if he has that still on his finger, which I likely he will for the rest of the series. Probably. You gotta get, you probably gotta get used to it. That's the that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then lastly in the starting lineup, Iggy, Andre Godala uh, having sixteen points, uh five rebounds, four assists. He went six for nine nice. for field goal. Nice, nice, nice. And again, adding on defense with one block and one steal. Um, for those who don't know who haven't been watching the games, we are in and currently playing in our death lineup, our Hamptons Five. Yes, I don't like the um, Hamptons Five name, but I like the uh like I remember like it was the death lineup with Harrison Barnes, Iguodala, Curry, you know, Draymond yeah, and uh-huh. Clay. Like there was one where I like it was called like the super death lineup. Like that's like kinda cool, but it feels like the Hamptons five lineup is kinda like, oh like it's kinda like too like high up, you know what I mean? No, I like it. I mean eh. either way, I mean the lineup is unbelievable when they play together. I know um, that honestly, I, yeah. I know the name. I have a name for it. It's the oh shit, we're screwed lineup. That's what that should be called. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, when they're all scoring double figures and they're playing like this on defense, man, unbelievable. Yeah. Hard to stop. Yeah, the bench you, has been kind of bad. Like, it's been iffy, but since they have so many, yeah. they're t- they're really top-heavy. Um, Bogut's been playing some minutes. Looney's been really good. Um, he's, like, yeah. one of their best bench players. Yorebko came in in the first quarter as well. Yeah, um, he did. He, he played well. I mean, yeah. he was playing out there scrappy. I mean, I remember him and Austin Rivers got in a tangle up and – Austin Rivers trying to get in his face, and then he was just not backing down. Yeah, I mean, he's like, what are you yeah, going to do I mean, about it? If you're going to have a bench player like that come out and play like that, I mean, I love it. Um, but yeah, obviously, our key bench players, Sean, Livingston, Looney, uh, I mean, McKinney when he comes in, I mean, obviously, a little, little iffy on the bench, but I mean, when yeah, like scoring they're out wise. there to play, with, uh, when they get hot, they can score points, too. Quinn Cook, too. Easy five point burst when he's on, he's on. So yeah. um, I don't have any worries. I mean, unless I'm not even gonna say it. Unless, like, gonna a, say yeah, it. unless like a catastrophic injury happens, then there's nothing yeah. to worry about, really. Then yeah, but um, knock on wood. On, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. But on the other hand, the Rockets. Um, James Harden had an okay game. I mean, he had 29 points, seven rebounds, four yeah. assists, but. This wasn't enough. It was um, a week 29. For those who don't know, there was an accident that happened during game two where Draymond was going for a rebound. Like, three other guys were going for a rebound, but he accidentally hit James Harden in the eyes. Um, he did go after the game and look to see if James Harden was all right. I mean, obviously, it's more than the game. Hopefully, the guys are fu- Hopefully, it's fine. Um, but the doctors have... Cl- I'm, I'm pretty sure I've read the doctors have cleared him to play in game three, so... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, but... One of my friends, Matt Lorenz, is already saying that James Harden's gonna be squinting. The rest of the series is gonna piss him off. Yeah. Yeah. But um Yeah, we'll see. Uh game three Saturday at seven, seven thirty. Yeah, same time as the Sharks, which damn it. I mean, why can't one game be earlier? Not the game after, but gonna have to multitask again. No, five thirty. Five thirty. Oh, sweet. So it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. It is a couple hours earlier. That's nice. Oh, wow. And they have Houston as the favorites as of right now. I'm looking mm. at it right now at minus three and a half. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll see. I mean. Just have to win one. A, yeah, just got to win one. If win they take one. one away, that's completely fine. If they say it's game three, it's over. I'd rather have it be the first one than the second one. Yeah. I mean, I would love for us to. 
win the first one, win the second one, then win game five at home. So, so that's going to happen. But, um, you have something to say? Um, yeah, so back to, like, the set, the game, uh, 115-109. The score wasn't, like, it wasn't as close as the score, like, the final score said. It yeah, was, it wasn't. It was, like, a, they had, like, a 12-point lead, and they kind of, like, tricked it away a little bit at the end. Um, but one thing that I saw that from the game, which, if you're a Rockets fan, like, when you go, like, over 50% from three, you should win. You but, should win the game. But you can't turn it over as many times as they did, and you can't allow 18 offensive rebounds if you want to win against the Warriors, especially the Warriors, like any other team, you probably could maybe get away with it. Warriors are not going to be able to get away with it. So they have to play, they have to like tighten their game up a little bit. Um, I, yeah. I think that they should play Austin Rivers a little bit more. Uh, Capella's been useless this series. Um, he has not been good. Uh, so that's been kind of yeah, weird. I mean, I mean, if they put him in, they're with, I mean, if they, if they do put him in, it's going to be so small. They're going to have like no height. That's the only reason why I think they put Capella in because he's like, you know, yeah, the, the way that they yeah. have out there. But yeah, be, yeah. That, it's not good, you know. Because if you have, because it's like, like the when the Warriors go small, like their small isn't like other small. Like they no, have. No, it's not. Absolutely not. Thompson's six seven or six. Yeah, six seven. Green six, six seven. seven. Yeah. Iggy's probably like six 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 seven as well. Clay, as I said, is like six seven. Uh, Steph is like six three, six four, and Katie's seven feet tall. So their small is like not what other yeah, teams. It's small not, it's, yeah, I, <laughs> it's not small in in height. Just yeah. yeah, just small and you know. But I mean, they're still playing. Yeah, it's that's crazy. why that's why the lineup should be called the "Oh shit, we're screwed" lineup for the other team because when that comes in, they're unbeatable. Definitely. Um... But yeah, I mean, when you're shooting, when you're shooting forty threes, jeez, they made forty three percent of their threes. The Rockets did. We yeah. only made thirty one percent of our threes. Yeah, usually they should win that. But. Yeah, I remember. I think it's like Dan Tony. He wants fifty threes a game, and if you're putting that much in, you better make a good amount, like forty percent I mean, at yeah. least. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's a lot. Damn, but yeah. So back to back to James Harden and his uh, eye incident. I have a joke for you. Yes, James. What do you call a deer with no eyes? What? A no eye deer. That's your joke yikes. of the day. Yikes! 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 Moving yikes, on to some more NBA news. We have some breaking news out of Phoenix and LA. Um. I'll say Phoenix, you can say L- Actually, you say Phoenix, I'll say LA, so you go ahead. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the Phoenix Suns have uh, made their coaching decision, and they're be hiring uh, 76ers uh, assistant coach Monty Williams to lead their team now. Hmm, for a year before he's fired. For again. a year. Probably for, I think, 30 games, and mm-hmm. then he's he fired again. Yes. Um, that's not a shot at Monty Williams. It's a shot at the Suns and how bad it that of organization their run like how they're ran um yeah. yeah that's good their news for, it sucks yeah that's they're wasting away booker devin booker ayton ayton might get I mean, williamson for sure he needs to leave he needs to go somewhere else yeah he signed like a five-year deal so he has to wait a little bit but yeah um i think he'll be trade. hey yeah. i mean sh- sh- fuck it dude he can demand a trade and they'll just trade him yeah probably S- sit out i mean that's what NBA players do nowadays so 
But yeah, why don't you talk about uh, the other hire that happened today, or supposedly it's supposed to happen. Yeah, so another hire that has not been official yet, but it's supposed to happen. Um, the Lakers will be hiring, we think, Tyron Liu, who, as you all know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as you all know, he coached LeBron in Cleveland when they won the championship and got to four, three finals with him, I believe. So he's going to be coming back to L.A., we we think. That's what uh, Woj, Rojanowski said on Twitter, at Woj, uh, the GOAT. Uh, he said that they're, it's most likely they're going to hire him. Um, they, just, they just haven't given him a uh, like contract yet, but if they do, they expect to hire him there. So he'll be, more, he'll be reunited with LeBron, which I think Tyron Liu is not a great coach. Um, but LeBron wants who LeBron wants, and LeBron gets just what LeBron puppet. gets. Just a puppet. Yes. So just, yeah, basically. Yeah, so that's your news there for that. Now to some other series going on in the Eastern Conference. 76ers are playing the Raptors. Uh, Sixers lead that series 2-1. to one. Sixers won yesterday by, I mean, yeah, Sixers won at home yesterday against the Raptors by like 25, I think it was. Uh, Leonard, something like that. They, they got blown out, the Raptors. Did. Yeah. Leonard had 33 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He was great. Um, Kyle Lowry, who is probably one of the biggest chokers I've seen in a long time in, in the NBA. terrible. We talked about, yeah, we talked about this a while ago, like in the trade deadline, where I said, hey, if I'm the Raptors, I'm looking for Mike Conley because Kyle Lowry is not a good point guard in the playoffs. I do remember you talking about that, yeah. And people were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, um, have you not watched him for the last six years? He always chokes in this. So that's what happened there. Always, yeah, definitely, so yeah. 100% agree. I mean, I, it's just so weird how it, that just happens. I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't I know. I think it was yeah. In, yeah, in game two where he was trying to go between a, uh, between a, it kind of nutmeg some guy in like yeah. crucial minutes when they're down like six or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. And just turns it over. They were, it was a three point game with about like 40 seconds left. I think it was. They're trying to tie it. He tries to like, nutmeg a guy and go through his legs and he almost turns it over i think he may have turned it over he was close no, to turn it, over. turn it over i think they did turn it over yeah i think it was it, they either turned it over or it was close i remember them like they shot a three that missed and they got the rebound yeah. but i'm not sure yeah. that was after 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 the turnover or maybe no turnover at all but i'm not 100 percent sure there uh but the raptors are down 2-1 in that series um i predicted raptors in six still alive not looking great but still alive james picked That's... the raptors in six as well uh, so we'll see there. Joel Embiid had 33 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. While Jimmy Butler, James Butler, as his coach called him, even though Jimmy's like, my name's Jimmy. That's literally my name. Uh, <laughs> that he is had, his name. That is yeah. his name. He had 22 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists uh, there. Uh, during Game 3, Simmons had a kind of a dirty play where um, oh, Lowry... Hit, uh, yeah, Kyle Lowry in the nutsack. Yeah. yeah, Lowry was trying to get a... like I think it was a rebound he was trying to get. Uh, I know he was just trying to get up. He was, yeah, he was trying to get up. He was on top of like Simmons' head with his junk a little bit, and Simmons like, "What the hell are you doing?" Punched him a little bit up there, dirty as hell. He was just assessed the flagrant by Sh- Shams. Oh, wow. Just tweeted that uh, right here. Breaking news right and now. 20, ben Simmons yeah. was fined twenty k for elbowing Kyle Lowry in the groin. Yeah, that was a, that was dirty. Um, so that's what happened there. This series has a kind of lot, not hate, but like a dislike in it, which yeah, is I, good. They definitely don't like each other, and I like that. Um, I mean. I mean, some people. I like. I like Embiid for sure. I mean, he plays great, and just the way he plays, and um, just the way he talks trash to people. Love it. Um, but yeah, the series, like you were saying, not necessarily a hate, but just a dislike, and I like it. It's like a hockey big, series. Big fan of it. It's, it's, it's fan like of a it. hockey series where there's like, hey, I'm not afraid to elbow you. That's what's happening, really. Um, 
But moving on, uh, Portland versus Denver. This series is tied one apiece. Game two, the Trailblazers just won 97-90. Literally had struggled that game. I believe had 13 points. Um, yeah, there was pretty, it was just pretty low-scoring game. Yeah, low-scoring. Um, but um, there was a point where the Blazers were up a lot. I was very surprised that yeah. this game didn't. Neither of the teams went to 100. But yeah, it was close. Like, I remember, yeah, they were up at like 15. The next time I checked, it was like a five-point game. I was like, what the hell happened here? Yeah, yeah I was like, um, what? Yeah, I was yeah. like confused. I was like, wow. Never. Yeah, yeah. But the Blazers hold on. They could barely hold the lead, and yeah. they just couldn't score. Yeah. Yeah, so the Blazers hold on. Series tied one apiece. Uh, I picked the Blazers in six. Still alive. James as well picked the Blazers in six. That's still alive. Uh, I think this game, I think this series might go seven, but we don't pick series ending in seven because we're, you know, we're men. Uh, we take a, we go out on a limb, not pick series in seven because anyone can do that. Uh, so that's what happened there. Yeah, Moving no, on. I definitely still believe in game time, that's yes. for sure. Yes, moving on now to the Celtics and Bucks series. This series is tied one apiece. Celtics won the game one. Uh, they blew out. I think they blew them out uh, in that game too. Bucks did, in, yeah. Bucks in game two blew out the Celtics one twenty three one oh two. I believe no, never mind. That was that was a different game. Um, the Raptors had like a. I think the Raptors and the uh, Sixers had like a twenty eight two run for the Sixers, but the Bucks game is kind of different. There's like a run like that magnitude in this game but not as bad as it uh so that series yeah, of tie one bad, one yeah yeah Gian- Antetokounmpo had 29 points 10 rebounds four assists Chris Middleton had 28 7 and 1 Kyrie had 9 5 and 4 he had a pretty really bad game apparently from stats uh, but stats don't tell the whole story he may he may have been incredible but when you lose by 21 and you only score nine points it's not really likely um but this series of tie one apiece I picked the Bucks in five it's looking okay uh James picked the Bucks in six Obviously, that's still alive, too. Um, I just think the Celtics had all the momentum after Game 1. If they won Game 2, I think the series would have been over. Uh, but the Bucks played great in Game 2. And I think now they have the pendulum swinging in their direction for this series as well. Definitely. Um, definitely so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, would definitely like to see the Bucks and Sixers. But obviously, I chose the Raptors. I want to see them beat in... Giannis go at it, but um, yeah, Bucks and Six. Still, I mean, I said it before the series started. Kyrie can't do it himself, and look at that. Um, he had a get solid game one, but game two, you can't win every game by yourself. You got to have other right. people around you do, you know, some things. At least, yeah, some things, or at least help him out. But obviously, this game he couldn't even help himself, only scoring nine points. Yep. But yeah, um, we're gonna take a break here, and we'll be right back with some 49er news. Keep listening. Yeah, we're back. So, like I said before, let's start off with some 49er news. Uh, so, the 49ers assigned their first pick, uh, excuse me, their first, uh, not their first overall pick in the draft, but their first draftee, uh, punter Puna. Mitchell Rishnaski. Drafted a punter. Yeah, to a four-year deal. Yep. Uh, first one to sign, good for him. But then today, um, we had... He was also the first draft pick to sign from the draft completely, like any team, any player. Um yeah, so back to your stuff now. Yeah, we have five more people uh, signed today. Um, Jalen Hurd, Dre Greenlaw, Kaden Smith, uh, Justin Skeel, and Tim Harris have all signed their rookie deals. I think Tim Harris uh, is going to so be pretty good. I've watched, like, there's a guy on Twitter, uh, uh, Croc Time. He was a former NFL, yeah, that's his Twitter name. Time, yeah. He was a former NFL NFL and AFL Arena Football League cornerback. He was doing some, like, he was watching some tape of Tim Harris, posted some stuff on his uh, Twitter. Go check that out. 
Uh, Tim Harris looks like he could be a, like a pretty good player. He was supposed to be like a third round pick, but injuries dropped him to the six. And he's six two. Yeah. He's what the Niners want. He's pretty good. He's he's really like aggressive. So hopefully he becomes something. And yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, yeah, just another injury ridden player. But I mean, if they play well, they play well. And I mean, obviously he has to beat out a couple of people to start. But I don't think he's going to be a starter. Obviously no. he's going to be second time starter. But Special like we were talking about before, well, I was actually reading an article. He's on the uphill climb to make the team to the 53-man uh, roster. Right. Um, but we'll see. I mean, obviously, we can still assign people to our practice squad and stuff like that. But, I mean, plays well in training camp, preseason. You never know what happens. And, make yeah. team. Special teams, too. That's the reason we're going to have the make Yeah, them. exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so just uh, what, two more guys that have to sign. Uh, Nick Bosa, our number two overall pick, and Debo Samuel, our 36th. Overall pick. Yep, second round. Um, and I, in the second round, yeah. And I was already, t- I was asking, I was texting Jake. I think it was yesterday. Yes, before the Sharks game. I we think. were talking about yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about how I was. I asked him, "Do you think?" Or do I asked him, "Does Nick Bosa hold out due to contract negotiations?" And we both said we wouldn't be surprised if that happened. And then go along today, I saw something online saying that. I tagged Jake in it. It was like 49er something. Yeah, Let me look 40, yeah. right now. Let me look it up. Also, I have a funny story I want to talk about about the Bears. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, like I was saying, six of the eight draft picks have signed today. Um, but the SF Niners, at the SF Niners. Not the actual team, but like a tr- uh, Twitter account for those who don't know. Yeah, I've heard rumblings that Bosa's contract may not be signed as soon as we would like. Stay tuned. I mean... Number two overall draft pick. I mean, his his brother Joey was number five, and he didn't come until like late into training camp. Am I right? I think he missed a couple games of the season. Joey did his first season. Let me look at. I up. can't remember. That's such a long time ago already. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that long. I just don't think it's gonna I, be. I don't think so either. It's not gonna be like quick. Like we're not gonna say he signed today, but if he does, that'd be funny. Um, but let's see. Um. What he did his first year, I think he 2016. Bosa, okay, he missed. The, okay, he didn't sign. He signed, but he missed the first four weeks due to a hamstring injury. So it wasn't. Uh, that's completely different. Yeah. yeah, it didn't go into the season because of it. He signed on August 29th. So basically, that's yeah, that's pretty late. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty long holdout. It was only a four-year contract. Oh, I guess the option, like a 15, the fifth year is an option for the team. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but why don't, you, why don't you talk about uh, this other news that you put down? Other news? Oh, yes. Kicker John Brown, uh, one of the Niners kickers. Not who, the wide receiver. Not the wide receivers. A kicker, though. Um, they're, he's doing, like, their uh, tryout camp or, like, rookie mini camp. He's going to make it past this, we all know, because he need two kickers. Um, during, pra- during, like, one of his practice sessions with uh, a long snapper, um, he kicked a 65-yard field goal. Which is really good. That's incredible. Do we know he made it or not? Did he made he it. That? He made it. Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. He also, if you go look at it, look at him on um, on YouTube, you can see in the preseason preseason with the Bengals, he made a fifty six yard kick, which was could have been made by like set, like it looked like he could have made that by like from like seventy yards. Like he he has a strong leg. Was a former like USA soccer team USA soccer player, like one of their prospects. Um, 
hasn't been kicking for a while, but he has a big, strong leg. You never know. Maybe if, as a Robbie Gold situation happens, um, you never know what could happen there. Uh, so he kicked the 65-yard field goal, made it easily. However, he broke a car windshield. And not just any car windshield. He broke long snappers, Matt Holba's rental car windshield. <laughs> who they share with. I believe they live together. Yeah, they share the car together and they live together as well because they're rookies and they don't make a lot of money. They make money, like a lot of money, but in in Santa Clara, they basically make nothing because um, you need like a ton of money to live there. Uh, so they're living together. Um, yeah, that was interesting. That was a cool story. Well, not cool. It was funny. I feel bad for Holba. Hope he gets his car fixed. Um, but I said that if they trade Rob, if they trade Robbie Gold, they would they would have the swaggiest kicker punter combo in NFL history. Well, if you know the Aussie twenty seven year old rookie punter who is twenty seven kicks with both legs and a tatted up kicker who has Odell Beckham like hair, so that would be kind of a, a flair for the dramatic that they would have if they get rid of Gold. Hope they don't get get rid of Gold, but if they do. There's kind of a win-win situation. Yeah, I mean, if they do get rid of goal, I mean, all I ask for is that we don't have a freaking kicker circus during the season trying to figure out who can, who's going to be our kicker from week to week. That's going to be god-awful yes. annoying. Which goes to my Bears story I want to talk about. Today at Bears, uh, I believe, rookie minicamp, the Bears yes. had eight kickers in, The Bears had eight kickers in for rookie minicamp. Eight. Eight. With the entire team Yes. With the entire team looking on, each kicker had one attempt from forty three yards out, which is the length of Cody Parkey's miss from last season. Shout out Nick in the playoffs that hit the post. The kickers went two for eight. That is yikes. Yes. Two for eight. Yeah. Man, they could have just made the team right there if they made it. I mean two guys did. Dude, yeah. yeah, they have a Corbett. They have a issue there. Um, but yeah, that's what happened there for them. So yeah, that's all yeah, I have to say about definitely, the Bears. Definitely yikes. Uh, but yeah, last thing 49er news. Ex 49er Anthony Davis, who played offensive tackle for us, filed for NFL reinstatement. Yeah. Um, those don't know. I forget when he retired. Well, uh, which which time he retired twice? Yeah. I forget what the latest one it was like 2016. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, he, he came back. Us. Yeah, it was with Chip Kelly. He just quit on us. That's yeah. literally what he did. He, he was quit with on Chip us. Kelly. Yeah, he came back and retired. Yeah, he says this team sucks. I'm not gonna yes. play for them. Now he wants to come back, us. and the team's gonna be now pretty good. Back. Uh, yeah, like he wants to come back. Uh, the Fortnite uh, still do own his rights to his contract. Cut him. Uh, either cut him or if you probably not gonna find a trade partner. So no, he hasn't played in like five him. years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely just probably just going to cut him. Um, and if someone wants to pick him up on waivers, then they can pick him up. But, um, but yeah, that's it for 49 News. Anything else to add? Nope. All right, well, let's talk about some NFL news now. Yes. Why don't you start it off, Jake? Yeah, so we had the fifth-year player options for the draft in 2016. Uh, the deadline, I believe, was a couple days ago or yesterday. Uh, you had to pick it up or decline the options. Uh, so some options that weren't picked up was Shaq Lawson of the Buffalo Bills which is their third straight first-round pick who they have not picked the fifth-player option on, which is kind of bad. Uh, Josh Doxson, wide receiver of the racial slurs. Jack Conklin. I think, goes, I think he goes back even though they didn't pick up in his option. Yeah, Jack Conklin of the Titans. Darren, For sure going back. Darren Lee of the Jets. Okay. Joshua Garnett of the 49ers. See you later, dude. Bye. Can't stay healthy. Eli Apple of the Saints. Yeah, he'll be back. Laquan Treadmill. 
Treadwell of the Vikings. Bye bye. Yeah, he's he's gone. See yes. you later, dude. Vernon Butler of the Carolina Panthers. Don't know who you Don't are. Don't know who that is. Robert Nimkeb Robert Nim Robert Kemdiche. Cardinals. That's like as that's as close as you're gonna get. Yeah, he was supposed to be like a number one pick. He flamed out, and I think his brother flamed out too. So those are busts. Um, Artie Burns of the Steelers. Eh. Jermaine Effetti of the Seahawks, who's really bad. They're not picking up his option. And Carl Joseph I of mean, the Raiders. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, for the Seahawks, going back to the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, obviously they paid Russell Wilson, but they have not paid any of the offensive linemen. No. Um. They have. No one. They also they also do that weird that's thing where enough. they have no one that's yeah. good enough to protect Russell Wilson. They also do that weird thing where they get defensive tackles to try to convert them to offensive tackles, which is like why can't you just draft the offensive tackle? I mean, there's tons of them to draft. Some of them is still great. Tom Cable that's their offensive line. No, he's on the he's Raiders. He's on the Raiders. He's been back to the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders? last year. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Carl Joseph. I mean, uh, yeah, I. I mean, I'm not a big Raider fan, but I mean. Yeah, he's not that good. So, nope. he, he, if this was like nineteen nineties, he would be really good. But new era of football can't hit as well as he does, or can't hit as much or as hard as he does. So he's kind of like out of place. Yeah, yeah. definitely agree. Yeah. Uh, but why don't you talk about options that were picked up? Yep. So picked up options were DeForest Buckner, the Forty ers Duh, he's one oh. of the best defensive tackles in the league. Uh, Carson Wentz of the Eagles makes sense. Duh. Jared Goff of the Rams makes sense. Leonard Floyd of the Bears makes sense. Joey Bosa, brother of Nick from the Chargers, that makes sense. He's really good. Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys. Jalen Ramsey of the Jaguars. Now this, now I'm not gonna say I was surprised that they picked it up, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked that they didn't pick it up because Tom Coughlin like doesn't like him apparently for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is weird. Um, but moving on, Will Fuller of the Texans. If he's healthy, he's good. Ryan, Ke- good, yeah, yeah, definitely. Ryan Kelly of the Colts, center, really good. Keanu Neal of the Falcons, like a, he's one of their safeties, strong safety, I believe. Uh, he's pretty good. Taylor Decker. Good when healthy, yeah. Just yeah. Definitely good when healthy. Taylor Decker of the ti- of the Tennessee Titans, he was picked up. He's really good. Leonard Tunso of the Dolphins, he's really good. Cl- Interesting. Yeah. Kenny Clark of the Packers, he's pretty good. Ronnie Stanley of the Ravens, he's pretty good. Vernon, ha- Vernon Hargraves of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's good. And Sheldon Rankins of the Saints. This draft was loaded. I mean, you look at you look at yeah, it. Yeah, 2016 was for sure loaded. Yeah. Buckner. So the first pick was Goff, Pro Bowl. Second pick Wentz, Pro Bowl. Third Joey Bosa, Pro Bowl. Fourth, I believe it was Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl. Elliott fifth, uh, or for, uh, either fourth fifth. or fifth. Yeah, Ziggy was fifth. Yeah. Yep. Pro Bowl. Sixth was uh, Ronnie Stanley. I don't think he's made a Pro Bowl yet, but he's a Pro Bowl caliber tackle. He's gonna make it. DeForest Buckner, all pro, pro bowler. Uh, so that was a pretty good draft. The first top seven picks, all were pro bowlers. Uh, you go like, you remember when you go back to 2011, where they had all that stuff too with Cam Newton, Vaughn Miller, Alden Smith, and a bunch of other people yes, too. Yes, they all yes. made like the first like 15, like first 15, except for like two quarterbacks, all made like an all pro team. So that was a pretty good draft there. This is one of the best drafts in recent memory. Um, Keanu Neal, another first round pick, another pro bowl. Tyler Becker, Tyler Decker, another pro bowl. Um, Tunso, I believe, is going to be a Pro Bowler next year. Maybe, maybe be a sneaky All Pro candidate if they're good, but we'll see what happens there. And finally, to end the uh, option talk, uh, two people who options didn't really matter because they were released from their before their picks ended, like they're they were released before their fourth year. 
our third year was a uh, Paxton Lynch of the Denver Broncos, who's now a quarterback, oh, well. who's now a backup quarterback on the Seattle Sea Chickens, and Corey Coleman on the on the Browns was cut, uh, who went to the Bills, got cut on the Giants, had a kind of a a resurrection of his career last year, but since he was cut, his option doesn't really he doesn't have an option anymore. So yeah, that's the end of all the. Uh, there's only 31 picks in the first round because I believe the Patriots had a Patriots or Saints had to cancel it. No, the Patriots I think had to cancel. It was Patriots. They yeah. had to, uh, not cancel it. Forfeit. Yeah, the flight gate. Um, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, but that's all we have for NFL news. Yeah. So now we're gonna take a quick, quick, a quick break. Come back with some baseball talk. Do a couple segments. We'll be back right after this. Yes, and we're back with some baseball talk, starting with the A's. The record currently stands at 14-19. and 19. Not a good slate of games uh, these, uh, past, this past week. Nope. Um, they're fifth in the AL West now, last in the division, and 13th overall in the AL. Not looking good. Um, they played at the Pi- uh, Pittsburgh Pirates today at 4.05 p.m. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what happened in there. Um, first now, yeah, so they 14 and 19, fifth place in the AL West, 13th overall in the AL. Um, so they've been struggling a little bit. But yes, yeah. Definitely. Definitely yeah. struggling. So yeah, that's James A's news. Now to the Giants. Uh, they made a couple moves today, actually. Uh, so since we last talked, uh, they've gone 2 and 4, had six home games. Uh, they went 2 and 4 on that two series. Uh, they got swept by the Yankees, and it wasn't really close. Uh, so they went 0-3 there, but then they took two out of three from the hated Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, they nice, played that nice. was they played really well that series. Game two wasn't the greatest, but games one and three is what they yeah. is what they want to do if they want to win. Uh, they had great pitching. Buster Posey in game three. Yeah, they, I was gonna get yeah I was gonna get to that as well. Buster Posey's been breaking out a little bit. Um, but yeah, game one pitch great, great bullpen, got timely hits. Game three, Bumgarner went six innings, four hits allowed, one run, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Uh, he was really good. Bullpen was dominant as well. Reyes Maranta is probably one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, he's just insane. Um, he throws like a reverse changeup. So usually a changeup like goes into the left-handed batters and like wait, it goes away from the right-handed batters and into the left-handed batters. Well, his goes from the left-hand batters to the other batters box and the right-hand batters from like the middle of the plate basically to the guy's ankles and they always swing at it like he's dominant um so he's been really good there will smith had two saves uh, he has seven actually had one save he's seven for seven on saves on the year pretty good whip pretty good era as well um game three buster posey walked off the game with an rbi single steven duggar scored from second base uh it was a great throw by the outfielder chris taylor wasn't in time giants win two to one posey in his last couple weeks have been has been hitting really well his powers kind of his power like his home run numbers aren't there yet but he's driving the ball to the wall. Hit a hit a home run a couple of, like a week ago against the Pirates. Has a couple of doubles stuff like that. He's been barely out of slump. He's been batting like over three hundred. His last three hundred three, over three fifty his last couple of games. So he looks like, he looks like he's back. Uh, their overall record on the year is thirteen and eighteen, seven and nine at home, six and nine out on the road. Nice. Um, so that's their record there. They start a three game series tonight against the Cincinnati Reds in Cincinnati. Um, so they also did some moves over the week. Uh, they called up Stephen Vogt, former A, two-time All-Star, an option tie block to AAA, uh, Sacramento. Right. Vogt right, in AAA right, right. in 17 games. He went two. He had a 241 average, which isn't great. 389 on base, which is really good. 500 slugging, really good. 
four home runs, seven RBIs, and a 14 walk to 11K line as well. That's a 1.4 to 1 walk per K ratio, which is pretty good. Uh, he's up. He's going to be their. He was going to be their third catcher, but as we talk about later on on this another move they're going to make, you'll see why he's their backup catcher now. Uh, he can play first and left field as well if needed. Um, so he's back on the he's back in the majors that they're missing last year. Their majors the whole entire year. Uh, they also today did a kind of a shocking move. They DFA'd free agent signing uh, Uraldo Parra from the roster in order to call up left-handed hitting outfielder Mike Gerber from AAA Sacramento. Sacramento he's batting 357 with six home runs. Uh, so he's hitting a lot of he's hitting well on base is 40. I think his on base is like 489 or something like that. Which half the bats he's getting on base. That's pretty good. Six home runs, Sacramento. He's a left-handed hitter. He can play left, center, and right. With Parra, with Parra off the roster, they need another guy who can play multiple multiple positions. And Gerber can play all three and is a left-handed hitter. Um, they face four, four. They're facing four right-handed starters this week in uh, this weekend. They're, no wait, they're facing four straight right-handed starters from Monday through Sunday and Monday as well. Uh, so he's up now. He's going to be playing basically every day. He's batting second tonight in the lineup. Joe Panik's leaning off. Um, I believe Duggar's like batting later on. I think he's like seventh or something with Parra, with uh, not Parra, with Kevin Pilar, who's been really great. He's been a great uh, trade they've made there. Uh, so he's going to be doing that. Um, so yeah, Gerber's up. Also, they t- they called up Tyler Beatty. We've been talking about him a lot during this podcast episodes. Um, he was called up and will make his his twenty nineteen MLB debut in. Friday in Cincinnati. He came up last year for two starts. Wasn't great. Had a pretty bad year last year. People thought his prospect status was gone. However, in AAA, however, in the regular in the spring training, he was dominant. In AAA, this is what he's done. Five starts, 22 and third. <laughs> five starts, 22 and two-thirds, not turd, two-thirds innings pitched. He's 1-1 one in one the year for 1.99 ERA, a 1.05 whip, which is really good. ERA is incredible. 34 strikeouts to 10 walks allowed, 3.4 K to 1 walk ratio. He's getting about, like I believe, like 11 strikeouts per 9 innings, which is really good. 179 average against, 14 hits in 22 and 2 thirds innings, only one home run allowed. He's a three-pitch pitcher now. Uh, he throws 97 to 99 miles per hour in his fastball. Last year, he threw like 92 to 95. He's kind of like being like a sinker guy, but the new... Organiz- the new leader, like Farhan Zadi, is like, what the? What are you doing? This is stupid. We're changing you back to what you're, what you're great at, which is a power pitcher. So he's out to 97-99, just a dominant fastball, a curveball at 74 to 76. It's it's like a knuckle curve, unhittable really. 12-6. Um, Changeup is 86 to 88, which is really fast there as well. And he's hopefully he he's gonna be pretty good. He's starting with a uh, he's starting because uh, Derek Collins on the DL with like a elbow right. like tendonitis or something like that or a strain. So he's doing that. Um, in order to get him on to the 25-man roster, uh, Eric Kratz, their backup catcher, uh, as we said earlier, Stephen Vogt was their third catcher. Kratz was their backup, but Kratz is on the DL now of a strained hamstring. Uh, so Vogt's, this, Vogt's the backup catcher, basically, and BD's taking his place in the 25-man roster. Um, I think they may be DFAing Eric Kratz after he's healthy. I think it's off the DL or the IL and is healthy. Uh, so they're going to be doing that. But yeah, it should be. it's going to be a fun game tonight. Uh, they have... Yeah, their outfielders all under is basically all under thirty one. Uh, two two guys in their mid twenties. Par is like thirty. I mean not Para. Pilar is like thirty years old, um, and their pitching is pretty good too. Uh, Tyler Beatty is like twenty five. They also had some news in the minor league system where Helio Ramos, their second top prospect, 
is out for four to six weeks with a knee sprain. So their top two right. prospects and base, their top two prospects in their system are out to injuries. Four to six weeks kind of sucks. Um, also, another news is that Logan Webb, their fifth ranked or their second ranked uh, pitching prospect, he suspended eighty games for like some uh, performance enhancing drugs that he took, uh, which kind of sucks because he's. He, I think he was going to make the majors this year. He's twenty two years old, throws ninety eight. As a 2.0 ERA, strikes out a ton, walks out and walks not a lot as well. He's up basically no hits, no home runs. Um, he's really good. Uh, but he's out 80 games due to his suspension. Um, he said he didn't know how it got into his system, which, I mean, everyone says that. I don't know how true that is. Uh, but he's on the DL. So the top five prospects for the Giants are number one prospect, Joey Bart, out four to six weeks, broken hand. Second top prospect, Helio Ramos, out four to six weeks, brained knee. Their third-ranked prospect, Marco Luciano, is 17. Uh, he's going to be kind of off on the way there. Uh, Steve, um, Their fourth prospect is um, Sean Anderson. He has a 4.01 ERA in AAA, but the average AAA ERA there is 5.3, so he's way below the average. He has like 26, 27 strikeouts to four walks, so he's been really good there too. Um, he should be up in the majors league this year. And Logan Webb's out 80 games due to a suspension, which – kind of sucks because as i said he's going to probably make the roster this year make the team uh but you know it's just a rebuild and it's going to take some time but that's all we have for the giants talk today definitely 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 and now we're gonna take a take we're gonna take our last break then we're gonna do our segments of the week we have a new segment i believe we have a new segment being brought on yes we do it's a sound of the day segment so it's not really new but there's a new twist to it and we'll talk about that yeah we'll talk about that later on but we'll Robert. be back right after this and we're back segment time uh first segment we're going to do is getting ready for the weekend do this every friday um james what are you doing this weekend yeah so um today i'm actually going out with uh some family members getting some dinner um tomorrow i work at eight to four Jeez. Then I'm going to go watch Avengers Endgame again. You're missing the giant. You're missing the Warriors game. Yeah, I am missing the Warriors game. Why? Did you want to see? Are like, you seeing it with family, or like you know what? I want to watch the movie tomorrow. No, I told a friend I go watch it with them. He said Saturday, and I was like, all right. Is your friend not care about sports or something? He's not a big basketball guy. Oh, okay. He's a 49er fan, though, so shout out to him. Kurt Olsen, I w- to be exact. I would have ended the friendship. My friend's like, no, we're going Saturday. Uh, the A's, I mean, the Warriors and Sharks play. Yeah, and? All right, I'm not going with you. Carry on. Um, yeah, uh, then Sunday, working again, 2.30. It's single to mine. I'm probably not going out. I have a bunch of stuff I have to do for school. Hmm. I have a paper due, so I'm probably be doing a lot of that over the weekend, uh, especially at work. I mean, when we have time. Um, yes, but we're going to be yeah. cleaning mostly, obviously. Yes, but we'll yes. be working mostly, yes. correct. Yes, Anything but else? Yeah, what about you? What are you doing oh. this weekend? Well, today I'm doing nothing. I'm going to hang out with some friends, maybe watch the Bucks celtics ruin my boy Giannis, uh, who I love. Uh, I, have a, I have a fun fact. I have a sweatshirt of Giannis, Ant- 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 the, the Greek freak. Can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, I um, know you do. I, uh, he just, I, I, I love his story. Came from Greece, poor, really had nothing, really. Now he's one of the best players in basketball. He's going to be a multi-millionaire, 100-time millionaire, something like that. So I'm pretty excited for that. Anyways, back to my new, back to my getting ready for the weekend. So I'm doing that tonight. Saturday I work 7.30 to 5 uh, at uh, a place that I can't say, but I work there. After that, I'm going to be watching the Warriors and Sharks game, a couple of friends in my house too. Um, 
Then Sunday, I have nothing. I'll be working on some schoolwork, have a psychology paper to write, a um, personality, psych- personality psychology paper I needed to do about Michael Jackson. So that should be, that should be kind of fun to do. Um, but I had to do that. Then I have to do a um, another paper for the same class that's due for finals week, which is I had to take seven personality theories that I learned this year and relate that to Michael Jackson, which should be kind of tough, but it should be fun. I love psychology papers. love writing them. Uh, that's what I have to do there. Then Sunday, I have a basketball game at 9 o'clock, Cinco de Mayo. going to have some tacos before the game because, you know, we're one in six. We get, we're a walking blowout. So you know what? I'm going to have some fun that night. Maybe come a little, maybe come to the game a little buzzed, you know, but not drive, not going to drink and drive. Call Mad or get a Uber, Uber an uber jesus do that um but yeah so i play at nine hopefully we play a little bit better this week but you know it's 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 fun just getting out there and playing my stamina is great no uh, no um appendix gonna be rupturing or anything like that i feel pretty confident in my abilities but we shall see what happens that's what i'm doing this weekend um but now we're moving on to james segment um he had a new segment that he was going to debut this week but he said you know what i'm not ready yet I need to get more time into it because James is a perfectionist, and that's what we like about him here on the BA podcast. But now he has his music choice of the week, and James, let the people know what you're reviewing or what you're talking about for music this week. Yeah, so a new album came out last night. Um, well, 9 p.m. here, 12 o'clock a.m. in the east. Chop uh, Star, Trent Pop Star by PNB Rock. Um, yeah, I gave it a couple listens already. I listened to it all yesterday. Uh, total of 18 songs, 53 minutes and 34 seconds to be exact. What's your favorite song? My favorite song so far, I would have to say, is Middle Child by uh, P&B Rock featuring XXX Tentacion. This one? Yeah, definitely a good song. I like that song. Um, I mean, some notable uh, notable uh, features he has on here is uh, with Little Dirk, uh, T. Grizzly. The song with T. Grizzly actually what? Pretty, good, pretty good. His name is what? T. Grizzly? No, the first guy. Little Dirk. Oh, they said Little Dirt. I was like, what the hell? There's too many Lils in no. these. There's too many Lils in rap. I mean, geez. Have some, like, why not big? Why not medium? Like, mid. Be Lil every day. Mead. Middle, medium, mid, but it was like I'm Lil Nas X, I'm Lil Peep, I'm Lil Baby, I'm Lil Dirt, Dirt, Dirk, Dirt, whatever. Probably is a guy named Lil Dirt, Lil Dirk, Lil. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I guess. But yeah, uh, the T Grizzly song that I was talking about, Go to Mars, is pretty good. Um, he has um, any Migos? Migos, Mama. Yeah, I mean, not Migos, but he has a song with Quavo, uh, "Fuck the City Up." Pretty good song. I like Mama. It. Um, song with uh, Lil Skies, LOL. Yeah, Lil. Another damn Lil. Uh, Tory Lanez. Lil. Song with Tory Lanez, and then um, a song with uh, A Boogie with a Hoodie. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Molly Mall. Pretty good album so far. Um, still listening to Crash Talk, and it actually has grown on me. I gave it a pretty low score last uh, podcast, or uh, last Friday podcast, and uh, I've been meaning to change it. Yeah, it's a, uh, that's an it, yeah. I'm that's yeah, that's one of the. That's like an album that you have to listen to a couple times to actually like really like it. 
Yeah. Happens to me yeah. all the time, like um, the music I listen to. Like the first time I listen, like this sucks. I listen to it again, like damn, this is actually like incredibly good. Yeah, no, Crash Talk for sure. I mean, it's solid all around. Um, 14 songs, 39 minutes. I mean, yeah, definitely a good song. I mean, I've already talked about it before, but still my favorite song on the album is Crash. Hmm. Um, on Crash Talk. Um, but yeah, I mean, no other. I mean, some other notable songs that came out or albums. I know uh, Logic and Eminem dropped a song yesterday, Homicide. Oh um, yes, I gave it. A, I, I gave it a listen for With like Eminem. Two minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't for me." And Chris is on it. Really? Is he at the end? He's like the. Uh, he does. He's like you know how he does like his fake Eminem stuff on Instagram stuff like that. Yes. Well, Eminem took what he did and put it on his album as like the end of the song, so it's like kind of like a. Like a what's it called? Like a conclusion part of it, kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, Chris D'Elia, funny guy. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest Logic guy, to be honest. Uh, I mean, his uh, older stuff is good. His uh, some of his middle stuff, like uh, his four albums that he had, that are like all somewhat connected. I I, I like him. Um, I'm not an avid listener to, her, to him anymore as I was before. Hmm. Um, but whenever he comes up with a song or an album, you know, I'll give it to, I'll, I'll give it a listen. Right. Uh, no matter what. Um, YG came out with a new song. Ooh. Stop snitching. Ah. Um, yeah, don't snitch. Yeah, it's yeah, not Don't good. snitch. Stitches get stitches, as the streets say, huh? Yeah, and then uh, this one song I kind of like. It's called Enzo. Hmm. It's with uh, Sheck West. For those who don't know. Oh, Mo Bamba. Uh, yeah, exactly. So and domestic right. violence, apparently, but no, we don't talk about that. Yeah, here. I had a because uh, I'm Mo Bamba, uh, and it's featured with Offset, Twenty One Savage, Mama. Twenty One, uh, so the Twenty One Savages or something. Savage Twenty Savage Sir Savage of the Twenty First. Yeah, and then Gucci Mane's in it also. Uh, so Gucci. I, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good uh, turn up song, party song for sure. I love Gucci. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't have anything else. All right. I do not. So yeah, do not have any other songs. Yeah, which like when you go on to your next segment. Yes, so we debuted this last week. I mean, last episode was called Top Five People to Avoid on Twitter. However, this time it's Top Five Minor League Baseball Team Names. Now, let me get to the music. Here we go. Yes, here's the list. Number five, the number five greatest minor league baseball team name is the New Orleans Baby Cakes. Triple A affiliate of the Miami Marlins. You'll see a lot of Miami Marlins on this list. Number four. The number four greatest minor league baseball team name is Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The double A affiliate of the Miami Marlins. Marlins Marlins really like the food apparently. Um, moving on to our third ranked minor league baseball team name, the Richmond Flying Squirrels, double A affiliate of your San Francisco Giants. They're number three. Number two, the number two greatest team name, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Tin Caps. Caps. Jesus. Let me do it again. Number second ranked baseball team name, minor league style. The Fort Wayne Tin Caps, Class A affiliate of the San Diego Padres. What? Yes. I wonder how many fathers they have on the team. Ba-boom. Get it? Because Padres? 
<laughs> Moving right, on. Right, right. Moving on. Our greatest, the greatest minor league baseball team name in all minor league baseball is the Jupiter Hammerheads. Miami Marlins Advanced Class A Affiliate. And that's your top five minor league baseball team names. Wow. Yeah, definitely some good names on there, that's for sure. I like the beat we had, too. That's a good beat. Now, for the music, I'm going to switch it up. To your, do, 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 um, Jesus Christ. I'm going to... Let me mark that down. Good, let me mark that down for our awards we're going to do maybe in the summer. Um, that was about... one. Okay, I'm going to do 103.41. All right, mark that down for... Our, category we, we might be doing a um almost did it again we might be doing a uh, award show where we go over basically stuff over the past year uh what we did some like random stuff and tell you basically the best or the worst of what we did like best prediction stuff like that i'll figure that out too worst prediction as well we'll do that as, as well best fake which is the which is basically the surfer hockey dude guy we'll do that as well that may be in the summer not 100 sure yet but we'll, we'll we'll let you guys know if we do it or not but yes, that was the top five segment that we do. Moving on now to our sound of the day. Now, we, do, we usually do sound of the days like during the segment. However, this one was so good that I had to give it its own sound of the day, its own time, its own segment. Here's what it is. So, James, um, yes. have you ever heard of Shaquille O'Neal? I have, yes. Uh, do you know uh, who Charles Barkley is? I do know who Charles Barkley is. Well, for those who don't know, Two Hall of Famers. They're on the TNT Inside the NBA show on TNT, obviously. Talk about basketball. And during this time, they were going over, like, they had three minutes to talk about some topics. So they're going over some topics. Charles talks. Kenny talks. Then it's supposed to be Shaq's turn. But Charles takes over Shaq's time, and Shaq, not happy about it. So here is the sound. Nah, man, you're going to take up eight hands and your damn self. Mr. Sensitive. So that was the sound of the day. Wow, that was great. The best part about this is we didn't get what Charles did, but Charles like came back and said Alex Lynn's gonna have to play a big part in this next couple of games against the uh, 
you know, against the um, Denver Nuggets. And Alex Lynn is an Atlanta Hawk, and he's not playing in the playoffs. So Shaq got mad at Charles for doing that, and that's and then he got that great sound. The best part of it was Ernie in the back just dying laughing. That was just the best part. Um, it's supposed to, and Shaq's part is like it's supposed to be one two three, not one two back to one. That was the best part. Um, Definitely. Definitely agree with you. Yeah, so that's our sound of the day. Now our last segment. It's a new segment. This one's going to be about a minute and 49, a minute and, let's see, two minutes and 11 seconds long, so you're going to take some time. But new segment is a twist on the sound of the day. However, it's the Stephen A. sound of the day. And James, um, have, you ever, have you ever heard of Stephen A.? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you think about Stephen A.? Uh, I mean, he can be somewhat stupid at times with his takes, but he's a pretty funny guy. He's he's an entertainer, wouldn't you say? Definitely. Yes. Definitely an entertainer. Also, James, uh, have you heard of a guy named Jamarcus Russell? Oh, dear God. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so Jamarcus Russell, for those who don't know, one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Um, so during this, this is from October 26, 2011. During this segment on First Take, Stephen A. Smith was asked a question from the host to him and Skip Bayless about Jamarcus Russell and a possible NFL comeback. Steve Stephen A. Smith was not having it, was not happy about it either. And this is how it sound how it sounded. Sorry. I'm getting emotional. Any ideas of whether or not he deserves a second chance in the NFL? Does he? No. And I never say that. I'm I've never heard I, you say that. I am a person that believes in second <laughs> chances. I think America is the land of second chances. Except for when it comes to this dude, Mr. Jabba the Hutt, you fat, slobberly, no good, lazy. Oh, come on. Well, I'm yeah, a that's a strong. And listen, that's what he was with the Oakland Raiders. Darren Woodson was just sitting up here. <laughs> he played for the Raiders. Ask him. Ask any member of the Oakland Raiders who played alongside this dude. This dude should be arrested for thief for, for being a thief he stole money from the oakland raiders for years i'm talking 40 million dollars the dude had about seven starts did absolutely positively nothing he cashed in the money evidently used it on buying a bunch of donuts okay <laughs> never gave two cents about the oakland raiders didn't care whether they won didn't care whether they lost constantly changed his expression the only time we saw him give a speck of effort was when he was literally caught on camera blowing his nose that's about it this dude is the epitome of a disgrace he, had, he never cared and now we're supposed to believe you up here he played for the race some cockamamie excuse about oh sleep apnea oh i had sleep apnea you know what i did i had it operated on deviated nasal septum that's the name of the surgery okay he could have got that done he could have used one of them them, them cat pack machines whatever it is he i'm sorry he could have done he could have done all of that he could have came up with a myriad of solutions but he didn't care because he was getting paid he sold his teammates out he sold the organization out the late al davis he sold him out or what have you and by the way maybe i'm a bit harsh and maybe i'll <laughs> maybe. change my mind tomorrow but considering this is the initial reaction since i just heard of the garbage this job of the hut individual <laughs> oh no he does not deserve it not even a little bit of it until he comes out and gives a public apology for robbing the organization of the money for disgracing nfl quarterbacks and more importantly for not acknowledging that he is solely responsible for the ineptitude that he exhibited over those years in Oakland. Period. That's Stephen A. Smith. One of the that was a great takedown. He was not happy about it. Which you know oh, what? He was pissed. You know I'm gonna do one more. Everyone knows the sound, but 
this is probably one of the best sounds he's ever done. And here it is. Did L.A. give up too much to get a guy who has been labeled soft, although he puts up 19 and 9, which only 11 other guys do? Is that a trick question? You tell me. <laughs> they gave up Kwame Brown. Two first-rounders. I could, I could care less. I had to do a salary for First of all, understand something. When you're giving up first-round picks, if you are a quality team in, play, in playoff contention, it really doesn't mean that much. That's number one. Number two, and more importantly, Kwame Brown is gone. The city of <laughs> Angels, Hollywood, just shouldn't be celebrated. Throw a parade already, whether you win a championship or not. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever, but I'm sorry to call tell everybody the truth the man cannot play the game of basketball he has small hands he can't catch the ball he's got bad feet he can't really move even though he's mobile doesn't really know what he's doing doesn't have a post move that he he puts to memory that he can do two times in a row he has no game whatsoever <laughs> plays no defense doesn't have the heart the passion or anything that comes with it and you're asking me whether this oh, hey. gave up too much please the los angeles lakers knew exactly what they were doing they should be celebrating right now and kobe Bryant should not be saying a word his contract and that's the sound of Stephen A. Smith crushing Kwame Brown. And you know what? This segment is gonna. This segment has some potential to it. Um, so yes, that's the end of our sound today, and that's all we basically have for the episode today. However, we have one more thing. We did not mention this, but uh, there was an incident in uh, Brooklyn with uh, D'Angelo Russell, who was arrested for marijuana possession at an airport. Um, one of the. It's probably one of the dumbest moves I've ever heard in my life. Here's what he did. He put his weed into a cup, like Arizona can. You're not allowed to have uh, liquids. Sorry. No, it's it's. I've I've seen those things. It's like a trap door. So it's yeah. So on the top, it's it's uh, you open it, you twist it, and there's another uh, compartment, secret compartment. There's like a, there's like a like a bottle in there. You can stuff things in. I've Pause. seen those before. Not saying that I do have one. I know someone who had who, who had or still has it. It's in a Red Bull. Uh, uh, instead, not in Arizona, so it's a little bit smaller, but yeah. I mean, he mm. tried to sneak it past him. It's just not going to break that way, guy. Yeah, you can't bring liquid onto a plane, which was he put contraband into contraband. Not yeah. the greatest idea. Stephen A. Smith went off. Go to our Instagram page to hear his reaction. And yeah, that's all I have to say for today. Yeah, yeah, definitely not good for him. Definitely not that it's a contract year for him, too. Not good. I don't know how it's all going to pan out, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think... You want me to end it for us? One more take. I think the NBA is kind of different, though. It's like, okay, whatever. He's not going to... Because he's restricted free agent. He's going to get paid a lot, but yeah. yeah but that's all I have to add. But yeah. All right, here, I'll end it for us. Uh, thanks for listening to the NBA Podcast, episode 53. Uh, Chico is James with Jake. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Uh, also, uh, follow us on SoundCloud. But if not, subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yep. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do it about fifty times, uh, so we can gain the system, gain some listeners in our, uh, gain some listeners in our stats. Uh, little trick of the industry I've learned since being in it for over a year and a half. Uh, so do that for us as well. Again, as James said, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on uh, SoundCloud, share us on SoundCloud as well. Um, but yeah, put our put our Instagram handle at BA pod, at BA underscore podcast in your bios. So people check on your bios. They can click on that, see our page, give us a follow, do us something like that. We have over 230 followers now. Um, we're doing a lot more videos, stuff like that, getting more content out to the world that we you know want to do. Um, but yeah, hopefully by the end of this month, we get up to about 300, maybe 400, which I think can be doable. We keep posting stuff. So help us out. 
Uh, if you like what you hear, that's great. If you're if you're a sponsor, you want to give us some sponsorships, let us know. Email us at our email, uh, the ba podcast nine five at gmail dot com. Do stuff like that. Uh, that would be great as well. But yeah, that's all I have to add. Definitely, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Gwah! in my hands, had pockets full of ox, whole life I've been a G, had bitches on the block.